Hey everybody, thanks for joining us at the Central and Janesville podcast. Please remember to check us out on centraljanesville.com throughout the week. We're excited for wherever God's got you at right now, and we hope this message brings you a little closer. Thanks. What's up, everybody? Grateful to God to be here with you this weekend. I thank God for each of you. And really, I've been so encouraged by this series we've been in called Hit Songs. As we've been pushing hard uh, through this envelope on this idea that our God can use anything and anyone he wants to speak to and through and reveal himself, even through people, places, or things that may or may not be considered Christian. And my prayer as we've been going through this series, is that maybe you've begun to experience God and, and seeing him in some of the everyday happenings in your life. Like as you listen to old music or you're watching the latest action movie or walking your dog, or even something as simple as, you know, taking a bath in the morning or something as crazy as going to the amusement park. God is in anything and everything. He will reveal himself in every way if we're looking for him. And listen, I can't speak for you, but I am so glad that God doesn't limit himself to certain things to get to us and to get through to us. For instance, like this song that I chose today, uh, Ain't No Mountain High Enough, performed by Martin Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Marvin Gaye, by the way, one of the most iconic R&B vocalists in the history of R&B. In this song, they're singing about literally how true love conquers all. Yeah, it conquers any issue, any barrier, any obstacle. There's nothing that can separate us from getting to and connecting with the one we love. See, you felt that too just now, didn't you? Man, I heard this song, Ain't No Mountain High Enough, a thousand times in my life. But everybody, as I listened to this song again in preparation for this sermon, as I stared at the lyrics, I was like, OMG, this is a Jesus song. I mean, let me pull up a few lyrics for you. I mean, think about it. Listen, baby, ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low, ain't no river wide enough, baby. When I looked at that, I was like, wait a minute, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That sounds like Romans chapter eight, verse 38, where he says, I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, nor the present, nor the future, nor any persons, neither watch this height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus our Lord. I was like, man, that's a Jesus song. Watch this part of the verse. He says, if you need me, call me. No matter where you are, no matter how far. Man, that sounds like Matthew chapter uh, 7, verse 7, where he says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open for you. I like what Jeremiah 33 uh, says. He says, Call to me, baby, and I will answer you. And I'll show you great and mighty things that you do not know. Man, that is a Jesus song. I really love this part. He says, Remember the day. I set you free. I told you, you can always count on me, darling. Man, that sounds like Galatians 5 and John 8 to me. For he says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And therefore, John 8 says, whom the sun sets free. Y'all going to make me get excited. Who the sun sets free is truly free indeed. 
beat. Everybody, this is a Jesus song. And I wonder, is anybody else uh, on the chat uh, and online grateful that we serve a God in heaven that loves us so much that he says there is no mountain, no valley, no river, no obstacle, no issue that can separate you and me from his love? Is anybody excited about that today? And everybody, I can tell you that's such good news to me because here's what I understand about me. Jesus doesn't wander away from us. It's us who wanders away from him. You, you, you need a verse, don't you? Isaiah 53 says, we all, somebody say all. Yeah, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, everybody. Uh, what does all mean? That's right, all mean all. Somebody say that, all mean all. Yeah, yeah. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Watch the next part of the verse. Each of us, somebody say each of us, yes, has turned to our own way. And everybody, can we have an honest moment for a minute? I wonder if anybody here, Maybe watching this right now, you've ever felt like you screwed up or you messed up or you made choices that were straight unforgivable. One or two people, you know, maybe you feel like you've done some things uh, that disqualified you from being loved by a loving and grace-filled God. Well, can I just reassure whoever has or maybe is feeling that way presently? Let me reassure you that our eternal security is not dependent upon what we do. Rather, it depends upon what Jesus did. Yeah, it's not dependent upon our performance. We're saved because of Jesus' perfection. Come on. Yeah, and I want to share three thoughts to reinforce why we all can feel confident in the arms of Jesus because there we find these three important things. Number one, we find the safety of Jesus. We find the safety of Jesus. Remember the verse I just showed you a little while ago, Isaiah 53 says, we all like sheep have gone astray. Each one of us has turned to our own way. And, 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 and Jesus even says about himself, he says, I am the good shepherd. Somebody stop right there. Uh, now Jesus identifies himself as the good what? Shepherd. Now, if Jesus is the shepherd, you're, you read earlier what uh, he says about us, the Bible says about us in Isaiah uh, 53. If Jesus is the shepherd, everybody, who's the sheep? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody say me. Yeah. So if you really believe that, I need everybody on the chat to say bye. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. If Jesus is the shepherd, then that means we the sheep. And this is important for us to embrace everybody because you know why? Here it is. Sheep need a shepherd. And I wonder if you understand why sheep need a shepherd. I'll, I'll tell you, sheep need a shepherd, everybody, because sheep are four Ds. We are four Ds. Uh, we're sheep, right? And sheep are four Ds. The first D is sheep are dumb. Somebody say dumb. Yeah. I don't know if I got any farmers on the chat, but if you ever been around sheep, dumb as a box of rocks. You mean a sheep, if you leave sheep all by themselves, sheep will literally wander over to the edge of a cliff and be like, oh, I wonder what this is. Oh, and really fall off the cliff. Just dumb animals. All right, that's number one. Uh, but not only are sheep dumb, but sheep are also dirty. Somebody say dirty. Yeah. Now, I know you watch cartoons. If you haven't been around sheep and you see them like this, you know, just fluffy, just clean white coats. But man, left to their own devices, sheep, they just get super dirty. They just brush up against, you know, dirt and trees and 
thickets and bushes and have all this stuff all over their bodies, you know. Sheep, you know, like 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 most animals in the wild, they understand how to clean themselves. You you look at wild cats and other wild animals, they'll jump in and they'll wash themselves off. Even a bird will fly down in a bird bath, right? And wash yourself off. Not sheep, they don't do that, right? Sheep, they'll take a crap, you know, leave a deposit, you know, in the woods, and there'll still be remnants of the of the you know deposit on their white fur, and uh, you know, and, and they'll look back and be like, oh well, there it is, you know, and just keep it moving. It's just the dirty animals, you understand, right? Not not only are sheep dumb, not only are sheep dirty, but they're also defenseless. Somebody say defenseless. You see. That's how come they don't call them the L.A. sheep. Yeah. They're the Rams, right? Right? Sheep, everybody, they don't have any offensive weapons. Like, they don't have any fangs. They don't have any claws. You know, they don't have any, you know, no, no, you know, no, like, sharp teeth or anything like that. Right, right? And they don't run very fast. And so, like, if a lion or a wolf shows up and a shepherd ain't around, sheep just kind of like, oh, man. It just ain't much of a contest, right? And so, you know, not only are sheep dumb, dirty, defenseless, everybody, but they are also dependent, totally dependent. Somebody say dependent on the shepherd for everything. When's the last time you saw a pack of wild sheep wandering around? Right, right. They don't exist, right? Because sheep wouldn't last five minutes on their own in the wild. They are totally dependent upon the shepherd for everything, for their food, uh, for their shelter, uh, for their clothing, for their protection, right? They are totally dependent on the shepherd, everybody. Uh, Jesus is a shepherd. We are the sheep. We're dumb. We're dirty. We're defenseless. We're dependent. Listen, I don't even have time to tell you all the dumb stuff that I've done. Everybody, I'm just talking about me right now. It is only by his grace that I'm standing here today. You wanna to talk about dirtiness, the dirtiness of my thoughts, the filthy meditation of my heart sometimes that I gotta continually keep in check even as an associate pastor, you know? And then when you're a guy like me, you know, strong, tough, fit, sometimes you feel invincible until something like COVID jumps up and knocks you down, then you realize how utterly defenseless you are. Listen, I'm gonna tell you, that thing in November, Put me down for over two weeks. I lost over 15 pounds due to a lack of appetite. Gave it to my wife. She gave it to her mom who lives with us. And listen, when you get sick like that, there are no guarantees you're coming back from that at full strength. You get reminded really quickly of how fragile and defenseless we all really are. And everybody, the safety of Jesus reminds us that when I can't depend on anything or anyone else, I can depend on you, Lord. And that it's okay to be dependent on him. Why? Because number one, he is for us. The Bible says in Romans 8, it says, if God be for us, who can be against us? Jesus is for us. But not only is he for us, but he is also with us. Yeah, he's with us. Everybody, um, the Bible says in, in, in Psalm 139, he says, I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away. From your presence. If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I go down to the grave, you're there. Yeah. There's, there's the safety that we find in Jesus. But then number two, everybody, there's the security of Jesus. The security of Jesus. And everybody, this is big because even though we're sheep, 
and we sometimes go astray, we've learned that Jesus is our good shepherd. And when we go astray, Jesus comes after us to protect us. Jesus said this, he was telling the story. He said, if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness to go and search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, will he joyfully carry it home on his shoulders? Yeah, when he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors saying, rejoice with me, I found my lost sheep. And everybody, the security of Jesus says, hey, because of the deficiencies in all of us, my all sufficiency covers all of that. And so everybody, if we as sheep are four Ds, how many of y'all know that we got a savior who is also four Ds? See, if sheep are dumb, Jesus, everybody, is our discipler. Somebody say discipler. Yeah, the Bible says in James chapter one, that if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. If we're dumb, Jesus is our discipler. But also everybody, if sheep are dirty, Jesus is our deliverer. Somebody say deliverer. I love this. Look at Romans chapter seven. He says, what a wretched man am I who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death. Look at verse 25. Thanks be to God who what? Delivers me through Christ Jesus, our Lord. We're dirty. He's our deliverer. But watch this. If sheep are defenseless, Jesus is our defender. Somebody say defender. He says, listen, have I not commanded you in Joshua 1? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Why don't we have to be afraid or discouraged? He says, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Everybody, as long as we're aligned in God's will, even when he tells us to step out in areas that may, may be a little shaky. Go in a direction that may be a little scary. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be nervous. We don't have to be anxious. We don't have to be discouraged because we know our God is with us. Everybody, if we're defenseless, he's our defender. And then finally, everybody, if sheep are dependent, isn't it great to know that Jesus is totally devoted to the sheep? Totally devoted. Let's go back to John first 10. He says, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd, verse 11 says in John chapter 10, lays down his life. He lays down his life for the sheep, which leads me, everybody, to the certainty of Jesus. Everybody, and I don't know about you, but it doesn't get much more certain than that. Jesus is the one who literally lays down his life for us as the sheep. Bible says, uh, even though we went our own way, even though we chose to do our own thing, Jesus Christ sacrificed his life on the cross for us. And this is so important because I think sometimes we feel like, and we talked about it earlier, we may have done things or made decisions that just disqualify us from the love of Jesus. But he comes back and reassures us, everybody, in Romans chapter eight, he says, who will bring a charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? Nobody. You see it? 
Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who was raised back to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. So who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sore? Everybody, this is what's crazy about how amazing Jesus is. Not only does he provide us safety. Not only does he provide us security, but he provides us certainty in our standing in his family. And this is crazy. Jesus says is basically, hey, not only did I love you, not only did I save you, but I also chose you. Chose you to be in my family and appointed you, chose you to be a part of what I want to do in the earth. Why you're alive, why you're alive. Here, here's the verse. You need it. The Bible says, for God knew his people in advance. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He knew us in advance and he chose us anyway. You see it? He chose them to become like his son so that his son will be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, he also called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. Are you saying this? And having given them right standing, he also gave them his glory. This is so absolutely amazing to me. When I was looking at this, not only is he the God who loves, not only is he the God who saves, but he is the God who chooses and then some. He is a God of ands, right? That's what it says. It says, uh, not only um, did he call us to himself? But the Bible says, uh, um, and he called them and he gave them right standing with himself. And he, after giving them right standing, he gave them glory. He is a guy that just continues to give and give and give. Absolutely unbelievable, everybody. And so what would it look like for us to embrace this idea of who we are? and whose we are in Jesus. Everybody, can I tell you? He says to us, listen, there is no mountain high enough. There is no valley low enough. There is no river wide enough to keep me from loving you, from saving you, and from choosing you to be on my team. I'm not ever gonna run away from you Baby, don't run away from me. Come home to me and let me put you back to where you always should have been in the first place. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how many times you've fallen. I don't care how many times you screwed up the same thing over and over and over again. I knew about it before you were born and I died for you anyway. So stop allowing that stuff to separate you from me. I will never separate myself from you. Come to me. I'll put you back in right standing. I'm calling you home. I got a purpose and a plan for your life. Thanks again for joining us on the Central and Janesville podcast. Remember to check us out at centraljanesville.com. Have a great week.